Now, um, isn't there any way we could get somebody who would like to do the introduction to the program? If you would like to do, ladies and gentlemen, it's the James Whale Radio Show at the beginning of the program. Get in touch by emailing jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Record the bit yourself and send it in to us, and you can do this. It's time for the James Whale Radio Show. And then I come on and say hello, good work, good, 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 good flipping day, whatever it is. Welcome to the program. Here we are again, still, still not left Europe. <laughs> All those stupid, idiotic people who wanted us to uh, uh, to ruin the economy of this country, to uh, to actually make things really difficult for everybody, to upset the apple cart. Uh, and all those people who think they're going to get a better life and they're going to do a better job and all that sort of sh- shenanigans, um, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, I tell you. Uh, I'm, I'm aligning myself with those people who say, why Why did we do this? Why did David Cameron give uh, the people of this country uh, a referendum on something that none of us, none of us are really in a position to make a decision about. And it's the bloody baby boomers I blame. The people born after the Second World War who've had such a cushy life. They got a job. They got a pension. They could afford to buy a house. In the main, they've had it easy. And what happens with those people? They Flipping moan, non-stop. Moan, 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 moan. Bloody baby boomers. Whenever I'm doing a radio show, I can tell when they ring in. Hello, Mr. Whale, you talk rubbish. You don't know how difficult it is. That'd be ridiculous. What is it about the population, the old population of this country? What is it about those people in their 60s in this country who've had it so good that they moan about everything? Can anybody answer me the question? Good day, Rob. Hello. Why are you trying to sound like some sort of throwback from the RAF in the Second World War? Oh, apparently they were the good old days. Of course they weren't the good old days. No, they weren't the good old days. I didn't live then. That's true. But you know, there are, there are a lot of people now who didn't live then either, who are going on about how wonderful it was when we all stood together. You know, it's just, it annoys me intently. It annoys me intently because I am one of those people. I have full reason to say those of us who were lucky enough to be born in the 50s, the late 40s or the 50s, um, have had a very good and are having a very good life. And we should spare a thought for our kids and for our grandchildren and for people who haven't been so lucky. And if I get another person going, I don't know about the kids, I'll just get fed up with it. Sure, there are quite a lot of yobbos around. Unfortunately, but then during the mods and the rockers, uh, life uh, was was fairly interesting to say the least. I'm just having I'm, I'm having a moan because that old that old woman again, Theresa May. No, Kim, whatever her face is, the one who looks like an old version of Honey G. Oh, Kim Woodstove. Yeah, Kim Kim Woodstove. Her, you know, uh, just the most uh, most repugnant and repulsive and disgusting piece of, I don't know, I can't think of a, a, a good enough description. Uh, do you know, she was talking to Paul Ross on talk radio uh, the other day. Do you know what she said about me? Go on. Well, listen. I'm a big fan of yours and I've met you many times. Um, oh, I know, dear. Our evening host, James Whale, was a big fan of that Scottish actor whose name I can't remember. James Cosmo, was it? The yes, bloke was in it? Yes, And here's a bit of what James Whale was saying about you, oh, fragrant one, only last night. Now, wait, let me go back to this. I'm really annoyed about this woman coming in tomorrow, sitting in this. Yeah. Are we going to allow her to come into the hallowed halls of talk radio? The most <laughs> despicable, despised, horrid old woman <laughs> off Big Brother is going to come in here tomorrow and sit in this room. Can you make sure the chair she sits in is removed before I get in here? Now, that's uncalled for, kid. What would you say to James? I think James. Who is this James who? It's called James Well. We're calling him James Blubber. James Whale, yes, dear. 
You tell him, that stupid, ignorant man, that he wasn't in the Big Brother house 24 hours a day. He's talking. He doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. 45 minutes goes out of a 24-hour shoot. And you tell him before he opens his great, big, horrible mouth that he hasn't got a clue what he's talking about. Except that he was in the previous series in the house, though, Kim. Well, he wasn't in there with me, dear. Oh, he missed out on that one, didn't he? How dare she? How dare she? I've interviewed her many times. She's... uh... She's she she just gives old people a bad name. I used to remember riding my bicycle down the road past the house and past the neighbours, and we had somebody look like her. Uh, obviously, she probably wasn't around there at the time, or she, she was. She was about four or five. Um, came to the came to their back uh, gate and go, go ride your bike somewhere else. Get or clear off for the lot of you. Clear off. And she's still perpetuating the myth, isn't she? She... <laughs> dear, yes. oh dear, oh dear. What, what are you sloshing? Well, I'm having a drink. I'm having a drink. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's only water. Um, and the, listen, there's another thing that I really I want to talk about uh, as we uh, we head into these uncertain times. Um, being, uh, I don't, you know, we still argue. This is the 21st century, right? As far as I know, yes. 2017, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. We're still arguing about giving children sex education. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. You know, I don't, uh, I, I don't really remember getting sex education at school, but then I don't really remember needing... I don't think anybody ever told me how to do it. I missed it twice. Did you? Yeah, when I when I was living down your way of the woods, yeah, I was about to have it next term in school, and then I moved to Wales and they had it the previous term, so I was very confused. Sex education, you're talking about? Yes. Ah, oh, right. Okay, see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But did 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 you did you grow up not knowing how to do it? I'm still confused now. Yeah. Well, it's a strange. It's very. I don't. I really don't understand it. I mean. Uh, we need we need to protect our children, and the whole of this this debacle in uh, in, in Parliament about you know putting in uh, sex education, sex education. Of course, sex education should be done in schools, but not, they talk about we want to talk about relationships. Well, what what kids were interested in a relationship? I will tell you what, kids are interested in. When I was at school, we were interested in seeing if we get our leg over. That was it. We weren't interested in the uh, uh, the psychological uh, problems of having a relationship went wrong, and you know all the problems of uh, uh, children out of wedlock and all that. We, you know, were we different? I'm sorry, but all we wanted was as much as we could get, and most of us left school without ever having got any. You didn't go behind the bike shed. Well, we went around the bike shed to look at a magazine called Health and Efficiency, which in the day was really naughty and was the magazine for naturists. So it was a bit like OK Magazine of its day. <clears throat> Nothing like OK Magazine of its day. Uh, and then we got onto a magazine which was really wrong. She called Parade. I wonder if they're still available on eBay to I buy. don't think so. I, I have no idea, but I haven't thought about this for years. And the interesting thing was, you used to go for a walk, you used to take a dog for a walk in the, uh, in the park, and you'd always find pictures of naked women that have been sort of screwed up and left in the woods. I found a magazine in a shed once. Yes. Uh, all, all wonderful uh, ways of learning about the world. But if you're going to teach it to kids, kids are not stupid. You know, and if you're talking about, well, they should be taught from the age of four, well, probably from the age of four, they should be taught about stranger danger. They should be taught about not talking to strangers. They should be talk, uh, taught about the sort of the, the, the danger that there is out there and then get on to what can happen if you start talking to people on the Internet. That is the sort of thing that we need to start telling our kids about. I mean, if you want, you can then talk at a later age about relationship problems and about sexually transmitted diseases and things like that. And, and everybody needs to know about that. And of course, kids need to know about that. But you need to get into the psyche of young people. Maybe because I've never grown up. You know, kids of a certain age, the sex is either funny and, and silly and stupid, or you get to sort of adolescence and you're just desperate to do it. 
Now, okay, I'm talking about it from a boy's point of view, bloke's point of view, um, but, you know, I'm sure that, that there are just as uh, many uh, women who can talk about it from a woman's point of view, and it has to be talked about, all right? And we have to, we have to stop saying that, for argument's sake, uh, faith schools. What the hell is a faith school? I'll tell you what a faith school is. It's a school that wants to indoctrinate its children into the ideas of their parents. Well, I think parents have to get rid of this idea that their children are there to be carbon copies of themselves. I think it is very patronising for parents to insist that their children should be little carbon copies of themselves, should follow what they believe. And, you know, I would never dream of doing that. In the same way that I think pretending to your kids that Father Christmas is real and that the broadcasting authorities, the BBC, Ofcom, all think that this should be, we should perpetuate this, is just banal. Who gave people the right to lie to our children? Father Christmas is a bit of a laugh at Christmas time because to most people, Christmas is when you get some presents, you have some good food, you meet Auntie so-and-so and Uncle such-and-such you hadn't seen for a long time. Um, it's not about being terribly holy and going to a place of prayer and, and, and doing all that. It's not that for most people. I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. I'm sick that we actually bend over backwards and try and accommodate religious fanaticism in this country uh, or anywhere in the world when they don't do the same for us. You can't get rid of Father Christmas. I don't want to get rid of Father Christmas, as long as you know that Father Christmas is just like any other pantomime. Um, so this whole debate, sorry, going back to the original point here, the whole debate about sex education, um, it, of course it should, be comp it should be on the curriculum. Every child should be taught certain things at certain stages in their lives um, about sex relationships and everything else. But for goodness sake, don't start thinking that they don't know about it. I'd like to have the kids educated about the internet properly, what you shouldn't share, what you shouldn't click on, etc., Aren't there internet classes now? Isn't there social media classes now? Surely. Well, you would think so, but I'm still getting parents coming in to see me in the computer shop saying that their kids are being blackmailed by some remote person on Facebook because they've done a video chat with somebody that they've never met before and they filmed them at the other end and unless they pay thousands of pounds, they know exactly who their friends are on their Facebook and they're going to share the video unless the money gets paid and it's happening more and more. Yeah, I know. Even if it's just telling these kids that, look, if you're stupid enough to share photographs of yourself naked, make sure that your face is not in the picture. And don't trust one person. You could meet somebody online who sounds really nice, like your mum or your dad or your, your grandfather, and they could be really nice to you, or your best friend at school, and they could be really nice to you. Don't be taken in. Don't perform anything on the internet. Do not film yourself doing anything. Do not show bits of your body. Don't do anything on the internet that you would not do in public. If you're standing in a public place with a crowd around you, that's how you should think. Because as soon as you go online, there is a crowd there, isn't there? Definitely. And that's all you have to say. And don't wrap it up in, oh, and Freddy goes down here, and don't forget, and there's birds and there's bees. and there's... Just tell it to kids like it is. Not Obviously not four-year-olds, but once you get past, I don't know, nine or ten, um, if I, I'm, I, I had my 12-year-old granddaughter on my radio show the other day. She's more together than a lot of adults I know. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, very clever kids in the world today. Very clever, very clever. Um, and uh, I, I, we're going to have to stop. I'm sorry I go on about this quite a lot, but it really is an annoyance. Whatever your faith, whatever your belief, it, it is entirely your own business. And we live in a country where everybody can believe in whatever they want. Thank goodness. Um, and, you know, over the years, we see it with the Muslims now. We've seen it with the Christians before. They want to impose their views on everybody else. If it works for you, that is fantastic. And I'm very happy for you. You leave the rest of us to find our own way to whatever makes us happy. All right? I'm not going to say it again. So faith is one thing. Law and order is another. Got it. Uh, I, I, well, I hope so.
I hope so, because it's beginning to grate on my nerves that we are in the 21st century. There won't be much longer to go before we meet beings from other planets and other worlds with other belief systems, with our, our grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and so it goes on, Will. Uh, and then the whole thing of faith will be changed again, as it has been over the millennia. I'm getting sick of it. People are stupid. Wake up, for goodness sake, wake up. Am I not here to try and wake up the world? I'm awake, I'm awake. Good. Um, anyway, nice to have you with us. Uh, if you hate the programme, get in touch. You know the address, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Um, if you're listening uh, online, always good to listen online. If you're listening on... Uh, well, where can you pick this programme up? Uh, Audio Boom, iTunes, Deezer, Stitcher... Um... I'm not sure if we're on Spotify. Loads of radio stations, thank you. Um, our website. Did I mention Audio Boom? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did Audio Boom. Boom, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and go on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Get yourself a copy of my fabulous autobiography. Indeed, yes. Which um, has been out for so long, and probably there will be a new one in the future. So uh, I think we should probably reduce the price. Get it while you can, is what you should be yeah. saying, not not reduce the price. Yeah. Should we? Oh, okay. But we could do both. I've just got a couple of boxes in the garage you've got to shift, that's all. Mm. Yeah. I can lend you a wheelbarrow. Oh, okay, well, we'll talk about that later. Um, right, have we got any mail for uh, Wales Mail today? Uh, we got one mail that you might be uh, pleasantly surprised to read. Okay, let me have a look. Haven't we got any knocking ones? Have we got any knocking ones? Um, why don't you give... Why you, you? What is it? When people write nasty, horrible things, you don't like me reading them out. I want them. I read them all last week on the show that I did. <laughs> Would you stop doing that? Let's have them. Right, this is from Tony. Hi, Tony. He says, uh, James, thanks. Uh, heard uh, you call for reggae band, so I thought I would send you these London guys. Uh, Dojo released their debut album, uh, Gaia. In the spring, uh, the album features the lead track, Bethel. Uh, would it be possible to feature the band, please? We'll have a little listen. Well, have you had a little listen? I've had a little listen. Are we going to play it on the show today? I'll play it now. Why don't we play it now? I haven't had a listen. Go on, play it now. I'll play it now.
So there we are. That's nice. Bit of reggae. Let's have a bit of more. That comes from a band called Dojo, releasing their debut album, uh, Gaia, uh, later in the spring of this year. And that was a track that was called Bethel. More, more, please get in touch. Let us know. JamesWhaleRadio at gmail.com. Now, um, back to sex education again, which we were talking about before. We talked about it the other day. We put it out online as well on Facebook. Always go to our Facebook site, see what's happening there. And, of course, uh, uh, our Twitter site. Get in touch that way. Sex education is looking like it'll be compulsory in all secondary schools soon. Shouldn't we now include LGBT sex education as well? I put that in because I, I, I worry sometimes that people think sex is just... You know, there is just one kind of sex, and the sex that people talk about is for procreation. Um, and if uh, the religious uh, fraternity uh, had their way, that's what it would be. You only have sex when you want to have a child. Um, we live in a modern age, in a modern day, and since the liberation of the 60s, free love, uh, people have found, and listen, Trust me, it happened long before the 60s, I'm led to believe. Um, so shouldn't sex education actually look at every form of sex? And shouldn't we now include lesbian, gay, bisexual uh, sex as well? Or, or will a lot of people get very upset and believe still rather stupidly, in my opinion, that if you talk about these sort of things, you encourage people to be like that. You know, do we still have to pretend that you can be influenced into becoming a different sexual orientation to that which you are? Or do we now realise that we are born like that? Anyway, these are, this is some of your views. Uh, Kit Friary said, uh, without a doubt, otherwise it would be like teaching mathematics and not including multiplication. Uh, Kit, very well said. Uh, Karen Jane Beach says, as a school nursing sister, we would teach sex education in our non-Catholic schools and also LGBT uh, from year five to seven with puberty lessons, sex ed up to 10 years, 11, we would have a convention uh, inviting all agencies from gay advice, teenage mothers, STIs, stall, everything in place for sexual health as they leave school, uh, Easington area in County Durham. Well done. That's exactly as it should be done, isn't it? It is, but still not in the Catholic schools, though, by looking at it. No. Well, you know, maybe the Catholic schools have to come into the real world. Maybe Catholicism has to catch up. Not for me to tell you, but don't start making uh, your own laws. If, uh, you know, you, you, this is a country that has uh, a secular... Um, whatever anybody says, okay? people say, which is a Christian country? We're a secular country. We're a, we're a relaxed, decent nation of people who will queue if they have to. I don't know why I threw that in. Uh, William Street says sex education is a job for parents. End of. William, you're an idiot. Um, David Mass, and if I need to explain, William, why you're an idiot with a view like that, 
you're even a bigger idiot. Sex education's job for parents, end of. I suppose with a name like William, you're probably a baby boomer as well. And then, and then you've got the audacity to go on and moan on. Uh, childhoods disappear soon enough as it is. What, what are you talking about, you stupid man? Childhoods used to end at the age of about four when they shoved kids up chimneys. Oh, that's true, yeah. God's sake. Call Why is somebody like William Street listening to me? Glad that William Street is listening to me, and hopefully, William, I will get a message from you saying, James, I've heard your show, I've listened to it, and I've now realised that I was wrong, and I've changed my mind. Ah, well done, William. Uh, David Massey, personally, I cannot see a problem with this, of course, although I am sure certain religious groups would complain, and of course, you are right, David, they are. Uh, Janet Gordon Fenner says, I think teaching the Bible and praying in schools is a much better idea. I don't, Janet, need to tell you what I think about that. Why do we keep on telling children that faith is a fact? Faith is a faith, it isn't a fact. Uh, Dan Walton says, uh, I guess in today's day and age, they should be included. We would not have even suggested it 20 years ago, but it seems that everybody should be included in these talks, no matter who you choose to sleep with, male or female. Dan, well, of course, Dan. I'm just surprised you sound surprised, Dan. Um, Ian Maxted said, without question, we should see every child is educated and has a good understanding of sexual education. But please, please make sure that includes sexually transmitted diseases and the myths, long-term issues that go with them as well. It is so important that they each know how to protect themselves in life today. I couldn't agree more. Ah, my friend Stuart St. Paul, he says, no, they need to know how to have a relationship with a robot they are the generation that will be living with them. As usual, we are two steps behind. Interesting thought, Stuart. Very interesting thought. Um, Stephen says, uh, hmm, sex education wasn't that behind the bike sheds. <laughs> How times have changed. Well, thank goodness they have. Thank you all. Do you know, I think it's probably time that you did uh, tech talk or some, some such uh, thing. Uh, not much in tech talk this week. Not much happening this week. Um, I've been having a play well, with the... You're um, a lazy sod. Because I wasn't around last week and you did the show on your own. Yeah. I'm sure you found tech talk to talk about last week. I had a few things to talk about, but mainly I talked about my roof. We did talk about that. We couldn't do the show when we were going to do it because your roof blew off. Yes. And now I've told the world. Yeah, but I think I've got, I've got a conspiracy theory about that. I think you just wanted to do the show yourself. <laughs> That's what I think. I think you knew that I only had a day I could do it last week. And uh, you concocted this story about your 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 roof flowing off, your roof roof blowing off. Well, I didn't enjoy doing the show last week. Why not? Oh, it's just nobody wants to listen to me for an hour going on about my roof. They do. They love it. I, I get so many people saying, let's have more of Rob. So here we are. I've concocted this little bit for you tech talk um and off you go right well i've been having a play with the new amazon echo thing it's not that new but it's new to me um you know the thing you talk to you say uh, if anyone's got one in the house this will annoy them alexa plays some music i'm not that convinced about it myself it plays music okay it can't find that radio station that you've just joined up to what talk radio yeah but you of course you can find it if you can't find it if you can't tune in on your radio get the app um, apparently, you have to uh, teach it some skills. What? Uh, the app? Yeah. So I've, I've installed another radio player other than the tuning one on the Amazon Echo, and now right. I can have your radio show. Oh, good. well, the Amazon Echo one isn't very good then. Well, it uses the tuning app, but there's so many talk radio. I mean, why did why did they call it talk radio? It's a very good point. I might have a chat to the bosses about that. You need to rebrand it so it's unique. Yeah. Do you know that's a very, very good idea? Why don't we call it Talk BBC Radio? Is it part of the BBC? No, no, but it would really confuse them, wouldn't it? <laughs> the other bit of uh, tech news is the Nintendo Switch, the new games console from Nintendo, has finally launched. Yeah. Although I don't think it's ready. Why? It's got Apparently it's got loads of problems with it, and loads of features aren't available until later this year. So it's pointless oh, buying it. So, yeah, Nintendo Switch. Films? I can do films? Yeah, please, do films, uh, yes. I went to see the Matt Damon film, The Great Wall. 
Some very good archery in that. Loads not of very it, realistic. Not but, very realistic, no. Uh, yeah. I wasn't aware of what it was about. I thought it was about the Great Wall and a, a big battle. No, it's about aliens. Aliens, yeah, it is about aliens. So I was quite shocked. And yeah. uh, yes, it's a very good film. I'd give it about three and a half to four stars out of five. Entertaining. Mm. Taking a pitch of salt, you'll enjoy yourself. And the other film yeah. I went to see, which is the best film I've seen this year, is a film called Lion. Okay. Which is about... Why? Um, it's a true story. Um, it's filmed very well. The first half is um, about a little boy who gets separated from his family by falling asleep on a train. And he spends his life being adopted by Nicole Kidman. And the second half of the film is about him trying to find his family by remembering where the train station was and what it looked like. And uh, you know, I don't want to ruin the film, but it's a very good film. Yeah. Lots of tears, and don't forget to take your tissues. Tears for souvenirs. Who had a hit with tears for souvenirs? Um, you did, just then. Who had a hit? I don't know. I mean, I probably wasn't even born. Tears for souvenirs. Do you can, not remember that? Can you do the Cornetto song? Just one Cornetto, give it to me, delicious ice cream. Yeah, I can. It's the same song, isn't it? Similar, very similar. Mm. I'll leave that with you. See if anybody finds out and lets us know by uh, next week. Five stars for Lion. Five stars for Lion? Mm. Five stars for yeah. Lion? Go see it, it's very good. Really? The cinema was packed for Lion, but not so for The Great Wall. Yeah, I'm surprised. I've never heard of The Lion. Um, but uh, when it when it uh, becomes available on CD or whatever you call it, DV thingy or Blu-ray, then I'll have a look. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, uh, would you, if given the opportunity, like to change your marriage to a civil partnership? Should the rules be changed so heterosexuals can have a civil partnership. And, of course, uh, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, everything should be equal. If I if I wanted a civil partnership with Mrs. W for for whatever reasons I don't want to have a full-blown marriage ceremony, then why why not? Why, why is the government even discussing this? Why doesn't it just change the legislation so if you want to pair up with somebody, you can either go civil partnership or marriage? What is the difference? Um, so lots of you on uh, on Facebook, Paul Savory. We must get Paul Savory on the program. If you're listening, Paul, get in touch and uh, and give us a contact number because I know, old friend, I have lost yours. I've been looking for them. Find me a, a number for Paul and we'll get him on as soon as we can. Paul can talk about travel all over the world. Um, do we have to go with him? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We might. Uh, the whole point of uh, fighting for equality, says Paul, was that everybody should have the same rights. I find it unfathomable that the couple were denied a civil partnership because they are heterosexual. As long as they exist, civil partnerships should be an option for everyone, regardless of sexuality. But, Paul, you've, you've summed it up. You've said it as it should be said. I uh, absolutely agree. Uh, Nikki Allen-Wood says, Why is it that society needs everything equal? I personally couldn't see the point in civil partnership in the first place. It was marriage only for a couple of pointless differences. I just feel equality sometimes goes too far. And this taking to court because they feel they are discriminated against because of their sexuality, I think is beyond pathetic and a waste of money. When you've been spat at, name-called or attacked for being heterosexual, then... I feel you may have a case for discrimination. Until then, grow the hell up. Nicky, I think you missed the whole point. You should uh, you should have listened to Paul, what Paul said. Um, we live in a society that should be equal. Not everybody can be equal because men can't have children. Um, if men could have children, then we could have an equal society. But as we can't, it can't all be equal. But as far as a relationship is concerned... Um, if it's available, everybody should be able to have it, surely. Charlene uh, says, I think nowadays people are arguing a point for the sake of it. Uh, why would heterosexuals want a civil partnership when gay people only originally had that as a choice to be classed as married? The world is insane. You know, it, 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 if you're going to have 
um, a relationship. You know, there are things in civil partnerships, as far as I understand, that you you know you don't have to say you will obey or you will whatever. Uh, which okay, you can change your marriage vows as well, can't you? Um, I just think it, you know, make everything the same. You want to you go to a place, you say I'll have a civil partnership, and then may, maybe later I might get married. I don't know. Goodness sake, why why should people not have what uh, what they want? Hugh Williams, positive discrimination was rife following the 2010 Act, and I cannot believe it still occurs. Everyone must be given the same opportunity. Absolutely right. Uh, no marriage is the ultimate commitment. That's the whole point, surely, says Lou Mackay. Susan Harris says she disagrees uh, with same-sex couples being married. A civil partnership was fine for same-sex marriage. Uh, marriage should be between a man and a woman, and a civil partnership should be for the same-sex couples. There is more to a marriage than just being in love. Susan, why does somebody as stupid as you listen to me? Why does somebody who, who says that sort of shit actually listen to me, Susan? I'd rather you went somewhere else, okay? I don't actually want somebody listening to me who says uh, a civil partnership was fine for same-sex uh, couples. Marriage should be the province of a man and a woman. Who, to, who made you God? Who made you God? If, in fact, there is a God. Mark Gibbs says, uh, no, I wouldn't. It should be marriage only for everyone. Then there is no falling out. Simple, really, isn't it? He's quite right. Uh, let's do one more. Chris Jopp, he says, we got married in registry office and it's counted as a marriage. Why is that any different to a civil partnership? It will still cost money if you want to get out of it. Yeah, good point. Thank you very much. I'm still worried that there are bigoted people who listen to this program. How can that be right? We appeal to everybody. Well, but not bigoted people. No, well, you know, we like to you be know, equal on this program. I'm, I thought I was, I'm not tolerant of bigoted people. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're sort of I'm not tolerant. tolerant. I'm not tolerant of intolerance. You're sort of hypocritical, really, then. Yeah, so I'm, I am intolerant. Mm. That's not a good thing. Yeah. One last thing I want to talk about okay. today. Um, and it was a story that was in the, uh, in the news recently. Um, now, uh, as you know, I prefer in many cases my dogs to humans. Um, I prefer animals to people in quite a lot of cases. Uh, they, they are, they're much better balanced mentally, I think, than, uh, than human beings. And on that premise, um, there is a Labour MP called Anne Turley who's trying to get a, a bill through Parliament that is going to make uh, the punishment for animal cruelty much, much more severe. Not as severe as I would like, but much more severe. I put out on Twitter, you may have seen it, if not search on my Twitter site, you'll find it at the James Whale. Um, what a couple in their 50s, more baby boomers, I suppose, um, did to their pet, an elderly dog who'd gone blind and was costing them too much at the vets. So they drove a six inch nail through its head and buried it. Oh. I know. What they didn't realise is that the dog was still alive whilst it had been treated like this and, and somebody else found it and took it to a vet that would put it down. These people have been jailed for four months, so they'll be out in two months. Now, I did say on the radio I would hang them. Actually, I've thought more of it and I, 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 I shouldn't have said that. What I meant was I would hang, draw and quarter them publicly. I'm lost for words, sorry. Well, I'm, uh, you know, this is something that's getting worse and worse. We have become a, a nation of animal abusers, and it starts with the puppy farms and people who farm animals for profit. Drug pushers have now gone into uh, animal pushers because they, they make more money, actually, out of bringing illegal pets into the country and selling pets illegally online um, and then disappearing. And if they ever get caught, the penalties are so minuscule. If you get caught for drug offences, you're going to be banged up for a long time. Um, and so a lot more animals are being mistreated and severely hurt. Uh, a lot of them animals we have as pets, cats and dogs. Um, I'm a dog person. I'm, lots of other people can look after cats. I I'm, want I'm to make a difference for dogs. I want to see it almost impossible for, for, for idiots to get hold of dogs. I don't know how we do it. I really don't. 
Uh, I think there has to be a dog license and I think it has to be something like 500 quid a year. If you can't afford it and you need a pet and, and you want to look after it, well, maybe we, there are allowances made. But the way we are treating dogs in particular in this country at the moment is despicable. Every day there are stories like that. That particular story is not unique. And people get uh, fine or they get banned for life from having an animal. Well, that's not going to affect them, is it? Um, although in very rare cases, very rare cases, they go to prison for a couple of months. And, and, and if, you, if you are a normal person, then your dog or your cat is part of your family. And so it should be. You get bored when you get a, a relative that gets old and, and blind and senile and, and difficult, which animals do as well as human beings. Well, the answer is you drive a six-inch nail through their head and bury them. Shocking. I mean, absolutely shocking. We surely must do something about the the you know the the penalties for animal abuse in this country are disgusting we have become a, a nation of animal abusers we all want to have those dogs that celebrities have we all want to have them but we only want to have them for a little while because when they become unfashionable then we want to get something else don't get a dog get a dog if you're prepared to go without holidays get a dog if you're not too worried whether your house looks pristine or not don't get a dog just because you've got children and we thought it would be good for them if you get a dog and it didn't cost you very much it will cost you because the vets are not on the nhs don't get a dog shut it in the kitchen and expect it to be part of your family if you get a dog it's like having another child i'd like to see compulsory mot's for pets so would i I would also like to see compulsory licenses and when you go out for a walk in the street your dog has to have a a high-vis harness or something so people realise it is licensed. And uh, you have to have insurance as well. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and and if I see somebody pulling a dog down the street with a choke chain, those choke chains, as far as I understood, were made illegal. I thought they were gone years ago. Uh, I saw one the other day. I I had to have a reprimand with this old woman. Uh, I felt bad about it because she was an old woman and not very, you know. Yeah. And and and. She, but anyway, I mean, it's the it's the little yobbo kids with the the staffies who think they look hard and they they frighten people. They don't frighten people. They they worry me about their dogs, and and they shouldn't be allowed to have them. Uh, and also, I find that people sleeping on the streets occasionally in London who have uh, dogs there to try and get money uh, from people. I'm not really sure how that happens either. Yeah. How can they afford to feed their dogs and look after their dogs? I don't know. To be fair, though, the ones that I've seen on the streets are quite well fed and look uh, mm. quite good in condition. Maybe wise. they, yeah. Maybe maybe it's just they're using them, aren't they? I think a lot yeah. of the public will actually give a dog can of dog food to the to the homeless person for their dog. So I think that helps as well. Well, just a thought, isn't it? Mm. I mean, animal abuse. Animals uh, have given us a lot in this country, whether they're horses, whether they're, you know, and they need to be looked after in their old age. And I just found this particular story, uh, the most disgusting and despicable story. uh, And the people who did this have got to be made an example of. Well, there's just no excuse. I mean, there's so many charities that if there's a problem with the dog, that will put the dog down for free. You know, we're having to Uh, resort to that stupidity. There was a story the week before of a, 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 a couple of brothers who threw their dog down the stairs, stamped on it, kicked it, um, I think shot it with air guns. Um, they got fined. The dog obviously was killed. They got fined. Uh, luckily, the local papers where they lived up uh, on Teesside somewhere uh, exposed them and they had to be given a new identity and move to another area. Well, I hope they get exposed again. So do I. Because that sort of behaviour is... Uh, and, and you know, it won't stop with animals. If people get away with behaving like that, if you could do that to an animal that you've lived with for a few years and you got bored with, imagine what you could do with a kid who, who screams all night because they're a baby or they've got toothache or they're not feeling well. Or you've got a child and you want to go off with your mates, but you can't because you've got to look after your child. Just imagine. And this is what happens to children as well. And don't anybody start on the religious front. Oh, well, the animals, they ain't got souls, have they? Oh, cretins. 
I tell you, I've, I've really depressed myself now. I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go now. I mean, how can we pick ourselves up Well, let's up just now? do... Let's, let's, let's finish off and, and do... Uh, anybody wants to get in touch, please do. But there is a petition being started so that they can debate in Parliament because there was going to be a debate about increasing... Uh, the penalties for animal cruelty, but it was talked out by uh, a Tory MP who I've already I've I've already had on my radio show on talk radio, and shouted at. So he won't do it again. He's promised. But um, they're they're going to try and get a petition with a hundred thousand signatures on, so that Parliament will debate uh, what response we should have in, as a society to people who carry out acts of cruelty against their animals. And if anybody would like to get in touch and tell us their thoughts, James Whale Radio at Gmail. Dot com is a place to go. Go on our website, leave us a message there. Uh, tweet us, Facebook us, whatever you want to do. Should we do the questions then? Yeah. Now, some of these questions are uh, the ones that I answered last week because I had no questions other than the ones that you got given. So I answered them, but I'm going to give you the yeah. chance to uh, answer them now. Are you? See if my, mine are different to yours. I think better is the word that you're uh, searching for. Oh, really? For. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you might be right there, of course. Uh, Robert, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm, uh, I've got sniffles. You got the sniffles. I just got a tweet from Malashi, uh, who said uh, said to, uh, to to me to, to Kim Woodburn, Paul Ross, and Talk Radio said James Whale is anything but stupid. This woman is an old bunny boiler. Thank you, Mal Malashi, who's from Manchester. I'll give him a follow from the show. Give him a follow from the show. That's a good idea. Uh, right, on we go. Uh, Roberto Ferdenzi. Um, yeah. I don't remember struggling as much last week with his name, but I might have done. Uh, not including the Big Brother house, mates, do you think we'll discover alien life in our lifetime? Uh, maybe not my lifetime, because I'm quite old, but I would have thought within the next um, 20 to 30 years, yeah. See, I said 100 years, but there we go. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. We weren't far out. No. Uh, no. Andy Quick. Yeah. Why is there a lack of pies at football matches these days? Well, I didn't think there was. Is there? Well, I said that uh, the only one football match that I went to, Dagnam versus Mosley, many, many years ago in Wembley Stadium, yeah. um, I don't remember being offered a pie, but I was only about six at the time. So oh, well, that's a shame. I've got nothing to go on. I could just eat a pie now. I could just eat a pie. Uh, Gail Hughes. Will Trump go down in history as the only leader to be vilified for carrying out what he campaigned to before the election? That's a good question. It's a very good question. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Um, I, I can't imagine for one minute why people voted for Trump on the things he said he was going to do on the election, but he hasn't done any of them yet. And I think we need to realise that, uh, that just because he said he was going to do some things um, doesn't mean he will. He hasn't actually achieved anything yet. Okay. And Susan Harris, the one you banned from the show... Oh, yeah. Are we going to read why her question? Why are we talking to her? Oh, well, she just says, why do millennials moan and whinge so much? I'm not even very interested in this stupid woman. Okay, uh, Rob James. How much deeper would the ocean be if there weren't any sponges growing in it? Um, that's a very good point. I do know. I, I don't think it would be very much different because I think a lot of the sponges are very old now and uh, I, th I think they don't suck up as much as they used to suck up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That was similar to my answer. Uh, was it? What did you say? I just said that the sponge has already got the water absorbed into it, so the level will be yeah. the same. That's good, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tina Gain. I answered this one as well. How many fingers am I holding up? Uh, you're holding up four fingers. I said because she was typing, they were all down. Yeah. Uh, Stuart St. Paul, your friend. Ah, oh, Stuart, good old bloke. Yeah, he's, he produced the movie, uh, the, the movie uh, uh, of Status Quo. Yeah. Uh, if the press think they know better than the voters on everything from Trump to Brexit, why don't they just stand and run the country and let us throw words at them? That would be complete and utter chaos, wouldn't it? And uh, finally, Gary Turner. Why, whenever there's a music documentary on television, do we always have representing us... Cliff Richard and Tom Jones. Why? Read that to me again. 
Why, whenever mm. there's a music documentary on television, do we always have representing us, as in the UK, Cliff Richard and Tom Jones? Well, I think you're watching the wrong channels, to be honest with you. Mind you, I won't hear a word said against Tom Jones, one of Britain's best soul singers ever. That's true. I, I agree with that, but Cliff Richard is a bit sort of old hat now, oh, isn't he? I mean, I never, I'm, I'm not a Cliff Richard fan. We're all going on a summer holiday. No more working for a week or two. I went to go and see him in the um, that stadium in Cardiff. Was it the Millennium oh, yeah. Stadium? Yeah. The year he released his um, Millennium song, the big one that he right. did. Yeah. I went to go and see him live. I actually was in the crowd for Songs of Praise. Oh, no. How <laughs> embarrassing. It was horrendous. It was the worst Golly, experience of my life. It must have been. Yeah, I had to go as part of the family, if you know what I mean. Not that my yeah. family's religious, just my mother happens to like Cliff Richard. Well, listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm not... Uh, I, I like Tom Jones a lot. I've seen him uh, a few times in concert. Mrs. W loved them. Um, okay, so there we are. We've done the questions. Thank you very much indeed. Um, and I think uh, I think that's probably it. I think I'm probably going to the pub now. How come you get to go to the pub when I have to spend the whole day editing this? Because you are the producer and I am the talent. It's easy, isn't it? Well, I was the talent last week and I still had to edit the show. Well, there we are. You're doing something wrong, aren't you? <sighs> Yeah, okay, oh, well, I wish I had a talent. Yeah, well, you have a talent. It's just that we haven't found out what it is yet. Okay. Go but away. then when we do, you'll be able to uh, do your thing as well, won't you? Yes. Probably. So that's it. We're off. Thank you very much indeed. Tune in, tell your friends, the James Well Radio Show online, the podcast that you can uh, you can take with you wherever you go. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>